0: Hello friends, welcome to sip tea with Allie or sip coffee with Allie or water because I'm currently drinking coffee and water at the moment. Um, Obviously not at the same time, but coffee technically has water in it. But I have my water bottle all nice and filled up and I have my um, iced latte that I made. Um, Pretty proud of it. It has some nice froth on top. With this, like pumpkin spice um, stuff on top, I guess it's just like the pumpkin spice, you know, that you would get. It has like, you know, your your cinnamon, your nutmeg, all those spices that you need. Because I'm too lazy to make actual the actual like pumpkin spice, but it's good. Just a little bit of. You know something special in my coffee nothing fancy and to sweeten my coffee i used agave nectar because it's just it's one it's healthier and two it's just a kind of a good sweetener like substitute i guess um because i just find that the healthy artificial sugars or whatever that are supposed to be better for you like stevia and stuff like they're just kind of full filled with chemicals and stuff agave nectar is more natural and it's kind of like honey but it tastes a little bit like maple syrup to me and it has kind of the same consistency as well it's super duper good and you can use it kind of as you would almost as like a sugar syrup to sweeten a coffee, like an iced coffee. So it works really, really well. You know, you only need a little bit of it. It's not super overpowering, and I really like it. And most of the time, I like making it with oat milk because I'm trying to stay off of dairy. Obviously, I've been failing with the holidays and whatnot, but we currently do not have oat milk in the house at the moment. Um, I will be getting more (laughs) so I can actually have oat milk, but currently I'm just drinking um, some milk, but it's fine. I've had... And have dairy over the holidays to kind of build up a decent amount of like an intolerance to it. It's not like that, um, like a tolerance to it. It's not like I have a strong intolerance to it. I just know that my body really just needs to go off of gluten and dairy. And that's something that I'm going to be challenging myself in this new year. So, basically, aside from that rant, we're going to be talking about the new year so i thought i would share some things that i was reflecting on yesterday so (sighs) new year means you know new opportunities um you know a chance to try something new to develop good habits create routines you know the whole ordeal when it comes to new years right Well, I decided for this year that I was going to write down a few goals that I wanted to um, have for myself that are a little bit more like achievable goals. Just basically things that I want to do. Just basically good habits that I want to implement into my life during the year and maybe a few little things that I want to challenge myself to do. So it's not necessarily like you have to, you know, complete some sort of marathon or something like I'm not I'm not telling myself to do that like a triathlon or whatever but um I have these kind of goals these challenges these habits that I want to implement into my life slowly but surely this coming year that I think would help me a lot and some things that I am um, just interested in doing more of that I've been trying to do recently um, but obviously I've been slacking off because of the holidays. <laughs> um, so first one I am going to talk about is 33 um, Days to Merciful Love. So a dear friend of mine um, gave me it for Christmas. And so it's basically like a consecration. and um, But it's more through the eyes of St. Therese and her... Kind of like her little way, um, The Path of Merciful Love. And I've talked about my 99 sayings of St. Therese of Lisieux, The Path of Merciful Love, before this little book that I was given by my mom, um, which literally just has like 99 quotes in it. And I love it because the whole um, theme of it is this path of merciful love. You know, forgiving, forgetting, healing... Um, all of that is just so beautiful. Um, and I always find that there's just so many quotes that no matter how many times I read it, just seem to touch me in a special way. And I'm really excited about this, 33 Days to Merciful Love, because it's it, it's kind of going through this preparation for, you know, consecration to, like, Mary um, and whatnot. Like, but through the eyes of St. Therese, which I feel like she's been kind of popping up a lot in my faith life recently, just kind of like God has just kind of planted her in little ways. Um, And it's just, it's so beautiful because I think, um, it's not that I have a ton in common with her, but I do feel that when it comes to, you know, her emotions and her scrupulosity and things that she has kind of battled with, um, it's, it's truly beautiful to see how she was able to use that And it might have seemed like such a small little thing to do. And she used it to draw closer to God, for the greater glory of God. You know, that's how she started to develop her little way. And as someone who struggles with scrupulosity and has those thoughts in her head where it's like, Oh, if you don't pray this or do this, like, you know, you're gonna be a horrible person or something or you're not going to heaven or there's all these like really almost like anxious thoughts that tell you like you're not you're not holy enough you're not doing enough you know you know what I mean if you've struggled with scrupulosity before um you know you take those little sins that you have committed and you almost kind of like it's not like you over exaggerate them, but it seems like you start to kind of convince yourself that they are much worse than they actually are. So basically you're over exaggerating, but um, I don't quite know how else to explain it. And I know that she kind of struggled with that a lot. She struggled with her emotions and I've talked about that before a bit, um, especially in my Advent devotionals. Um, I spoke a lot about Therese, Um, you know, not as much as I would, I was wanting to, but I do feel that God is kind of, like, planting her in little ways um, throughout my life as a sign of saying that, like, here's a wonderful person that you can ask for her intercession and for prayers because you're not on this journey alone. Um, And that's the beautiful thing of having, like, friends in heaven, right? So um, I'm going to be starting 33 Days to Merciful Love on January 9th. So it has a list of dates where you can start your... um, consecrate well start your preparation for the consecration so that way it lines up with a you know a major feast day or something like a Marian feast day and so um our lady I think our lady of Lourdes feast day is going to line up with mine if I start it on January 9th so obviously I'm not starting it on like January 1st or anything like you know start of the new year but It'll be kind of, you know, a few days into the new year. Um, one thing I also want to do in addition to that that I haven't written down yet is start a novena, um, particularly, probably, like, a novena to St. Gianna Mola. I just, I love her. Um, another saint that I feel like is kind of popping up a lot of places. Um, and she, I think she's kind of, like, She's the patron saint of like children, um, educators, doctors, you know, expecting mothers, you know, the list goes on. Um, And the reason I want to bring that up is because I've been really struggling with thoughts about the future and especially when it comes to, you know, college and whatnot And so a friend, the same friend that gave me this um, book for Christmas, The 33 Days of Merciful Love, was saying, why don't you start a novena to St. Gianna, you know, um, because one of the things she's a patroness of is um, education. So I thought that was very, very interesting um, and a really good idea. She has been popping up a lot recently. I love her. Um, So... I am pretty darn excited to start a novena tomorrow, I guess. Tomorrow's the new year. <laughs> um, let me actually see. I know she's mainly the patron saint of mothers and physicians. I personally want to be a mother, so I mean <laughs> um but I I'm pretty sure she's also associated with education. But I could be wrong. Maybe not probably like medical school students because she's like the patron saint of physicians she was a physician but i obviously don't want to get involved in medical school that's not that is not the path that i feel that god is calling me towards and there's nothing wrong with that um yeah unborn children and whatnot but um either way still going to start a novena because I want to I feel like I've been trying to push it off for so long in terms of like really trying to figure out where I want to go to school and I've had it's been an emotional roller coaster guys please pray for me um you know there's days I just cry about it and there's days that I just feel fine about it and it's really weird I think it's just, it's trying to prepare, I'm just trying to prepare myself for a very new chapter in my life that should be exciting, but it's scary, it's nerve-wracking, and um, yeah, I'm just not going to go into tons and tons of details on that, but just pray for me, and I really do want to start a novena, I'm still probably going to start a novena to St. Gianna, because she's just, she was so accepting of everything that came her way, as all the saints are, obviously, but um, yeah, she, she was such a strong woman, and she was living in, like, I mean, she was a lay woman, right, she was a wife, she was a mother, she was a doctor, so as someone that's, you know, living in the lay community, because I'm not a religious sister, um, and I'm going, I'm trying to prepare myself to go out into the real world and whatnot, and I do think it's kind of, it's kind of interesting to, um, to ask for a lay saint's intercession. Um there's obviously there's nothing wrong with asking for like St. Thérèse's intercession or anybody else, but um I I do think that my friend was kind of like just her mentioning St. Gianna felt like okay, maybe maybe that's a sign. Um, cuz St. Gianna just recently has just been another saint like in addition to St. Thérèse that I have been you know, asking for her intercession a lot um so I for sure will probably start a novena to her or either St. Therese or whatever but that's the beautiful thing about novena is you could there's so many out there and you could just do so many all the time and you could redo them all the time my favorite novena by far is the surrender novena um it's the only, no- only novena next to the infant of Prague novena that I've actually done properly all the way through <laughs> Um, uh, and I've done the Surrender Novena a few times, but I feel like the times that I've done it, it's like, have I really been doing it? You know what I mean? I think I was just doing it to do it, to feel like I was surrendering, but, you know, was I, was I really doing it? You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Again, basically what I'm saying is I'm going to be doing a lot of Novenas this year to really... Um, just ask for certain saints intercession and for their prayers and for them to take my petitions and my intentions to God because there's just a lot that's been on my heart and on my mind and just kind of weighing me down lately a lot that I am fearing for this upcoming year because I know that what I know that there are some things that are coming this year that I am deeply afraid of um I think I'm just wanting to hold on to today and like just just stay in this year and I'm not quite ready to move onward, but we got to keep moving forward, you know, and there's no sense in staying stuck here because the future has great things ahead, you know, and Another thing we have to keep in mind when it comes to the future is that God's got it under control and you know we weren't made for comfort. We were made for greatness. That's what Pope Benedict XVI said. And if I am quoting that wrong, you all can correct me, but um it's been something that's been on my mind a lot recently. Is that am I am I just wanting to stay here? in my comfort zone just because it's familiar and it's easy you know like obviously yes that, that's what I've been doing but is that the right thing to do we weren't made for comfort we were made for greatness and doing great things often involves going outside of that bubble outside of your comfort zone And that's another thing that I put on my list was, um, you know, go somewhere you haven't been before. Um, Start gratitude journaling and, you know, like try something new, like keep on learning your guitar because I started teaching myself guitar. So keep on, you know, learning the guitar. Don't give up Um, and challenge yourself to maybe play somewhere, you know, maybe play at a cafe or something this year that's what I wrote down. So I was trying to write some things down that sounded scary, you know, going away, going somewhere you haven't been before. Um, As a means of telling myself to just know that in this path towards sainthood, we're not called to stay in our comfort zone. Sure, God will bring us comfort and peace, and there's nothing wrong with, like, having comfort and peace. Like, I'm not saying you have to be, like, in a state of discomfort all the time. You know, we, sh- we shouldn't have to be that way. But we have to realize that the comfort and peace that we experience in this life is finite. And that's okay. I had to remind myself last week when I was just feeling, like, horrible that I was like, this is finite. This moment is finite. These feelings are finite. You know, I might feel just meh right now. (laughs) I don't know how else to put it, meh. Um, But that's not going to last forever. But what will last forever is... It's the afterlife, right? And God gave us a free will to choose whether or not we are striving on a path towards heaven or hell. And that's the truth. There's a lot of people want to deny that, like, oh, they just want to deny that hell is really a thing. Or they just say that everybody just goes to heaven you believe in God. But it's not that simple. Um, there's so much more to it than what meets the eye. And, um, having the sacraments in your life is a big part of that, um, you know, being baptized into the Catholic Church and a lot, and all that stuff is a big part of, um, you know, the afterlife, but there's more than just that. Because you could be a Catholic that goes to church every Sunday that is baptized but still be a really, really bad person and commit mortal sins all the time. Um, So we have the power to do great things, but that takes getting out of your comfort zone, okay? Um, And I'm actually going to bring up a secular film here because this might, you know sound cheesy or whatever, but I think we all kind of know this quote, um, but there's this quote from Spider-Man that says, with great power comes great responsibility, and when we are filled with the Holy Spirit and we are striving towards sainthood, we're given this beautiful gift of... suffering because in order to strive towards sainthood we have to let go of our vices let go of our earthly pleasures and our attachments and everything you know that's why we have purgatory it's that purging um we we have the beautiful and that's why we have the beautiful gift of suffering here on earth as a means of preparing ourselves for that and that means getting out of your comfort zone and being in a state of discomfort because that's where great things start to happen um and it just kind of reminds me of with great power comes great responsibility because we have the power we have the free will to choose to get out of that state uh, that that I guess that, like, bad mindset, the state that we're in, you know, that comfortable state, whatever, where, wherever you are currently at, um, we have the power to get out of that kind of, like, funk, as a lot of people, I guess, kind of put it, and and do great things, but we can't just do great things on our own, we need the help from God, and, we need the help from those around us um and that comes with great responsibility guys because it's not easy it's not easy to to just say yes and and thank god to every trial that he brings like for every trial that he brings your way it's hard it is super duper hard um But the more that we do it, the easier it becomes. And that's beautiful. It's great. It's amazing. Um, And it's possible. All things are possible with God. And something I try to remind myself every day is with God, all things are possible. And I don't know, like seeing that Spider-Man movie last night, I was like, dang, some of the deeper aspects of that film were honestly quite religious, and people were probably going to be like, oh my gosh, here we go again, Allie going super duper deep into, um, a film or a book or something, and looking way past, you know, what the actual meaning is, but, um, I did feel like there was a lot of really beautiful, deep things themes in the new spider-man movie um and it kind of reminded me of the classic quote with great power comes great responsibility and that's kind of what we have as as like sons and daughters of god we have that power we have that free will and and we get to choose how we're going to use that, how we're going to love, how we're going to serve God um, and others. And it comes with great responsibility. It means stepping out of that comfort zone, maturing, you know, challenging yourself. And that's kind of what my mindset is this coming year is is doing that, is is challenging myself to do those things that scare me. Okay, so before I get too deep and crazy... Um, Some other things I want to do. These are just kind of really simple. I want to do some gratitude journaling. I want to obviously drink more water. I drink tons and tons of water, guys, but more would be better. Um, Green tea and kombucha. Kombucha is, like, it's Korean, but it's this probiotic um, tea. Super duper good. And you can get it at most stores, but... If you if you want more of a variety of flavors, I would highly recommend going to like Whole Foods or Sprouts or some of one of those more um, wellness centered grocery stores, and they have so many different flavors. It's so good, but it's like basically a probiotic tea drink. It's usually made with green or black tea, depending on the type. Um, So you're getting that little bit of caffeine and energy, and you got those really good gut healing probiotics in it. So I'm hoping to drink more of that in green tea. Um, Probiotics are just so good for you. So being on top of those are are great. Um, So I think a lot of people think that, oh, I don't really have to be on a probiotic unless I'm taking antibiotic. Because some people don't realize it, but like antibiotics, they can kind of start to make you like, they're good for you, but they're bad for your gut health, if that makes sense because they're robbing you of certain things that you kind of need. So a lot of the times, um, doctors will recommend having probiotics at the same time you're tating, taking antibiotics. But um, you don't have to be taking antibiotics in order to be taking probiotics. Probiotics are just great for gut health, just overall health. So I'm just hoping to be more on top of that this year. Um, I'm hoping to walk and jog and exercise more Um I I was really trying to, like, sit down a number of times per week that I should be doing it, like, as a minimum. So it's, like, I am striving towards more than that minimum, but if I at least hit that minimum every week, like, that's good for me. Um, So that would be, like, three to four times a week. And um, I want to start scrapbooking. Obviously, I don't know how much time I'll have to do that, but I thought it would be interesting to do that. In my free time, um, there's just so many pictures, so many memories, and things that I would love to just have in one spot, especially to look back on. So, it's a little project I'm giving myself, kind of a challenge. We'll see if it actually happens. And I already talked, I think I already talked about the rest of it like, kind of trying to eliminate gluten and dairy, trying to play gu- the guitar more, you know, trying to go somewhere I haven't been maybe play my guitar and sing somewhere gratitude journaling you know 33 days to merciful love and novenas and all that so now we're going to get into saints of the year so you can type in like catholic saint of the year generator and i ended up so the first time i got some saint i can't remember who it was i'd never heard of him but he's like the patron saint of hernias and i was like maybe we should find a saint that maybe maybe we um you can, you know, you can kind of like, not relate more to, but it would be more, more, a more practical like intercessor, if that makes sense. So the next one I got was St. Raymond, um, the Tatus. I don't know how, if I said his name right, um, but he's actually a patron saint of, um, unborn children, expecting mothers, the sick, falsely accused, um, you know, children, infants, And the list kind of goes on, but, um, I thought that it would be a wonderful saint to pray to, um, with all this, you know, pro-life stuff going, uh, not this pro-life stuff, but this abortion stuff going on in our country, um, with all the court cases and different things going on, I thought it was really fitting to ask for his intercession for our country and for all over the world, um and you know really just pray for an end to abortion um and for all the unborn children and for the expecting mothers especially those single mothers out there that are that are afraid or have this pressure on them to abort or feel like that's the only way um there are just so many options out there and I think it's just it's a it's a movement you know the pro-life movement is something that has been so dear to me ever since I was a little girl um I I really hope that maybe sometime in the future I can get involved with it more. Um, but just just praying and donating and, you know, trying to do the 40 Days for Life where you stand outside of Planned Parenthood and, you know, pray rosaries and hold up signs and stuff. You know, doing those little things throughout the years and continuing to do those are just little ways that I have been able to, to try to make just a small imprint in... The lives of those that are, you know, in a state of distress, um, or have been hurt, um, and their pride has gotten to the way of them. You know, seeing that abortion is wrong, so um, I just thought he was a really good saint to ask for his intercession. And as someone who wants to become um, a wife and a mother, um, very dearly, like that's something I know that God is really calling me to, um, and I felt it really on my heart a lot recently, I do think it's never too early to start praying, you know, that you may be a good wife, may be a good mother, um, so I just thought it would be wonderful to ask for his intercession, um, that I might be doing the things that I need to be doing right now in order to prepare myself for that, so St. Raymond, um, non-tatus, Pray for us. We have another saint, Saint Eloysius Gonzaga, and he's actually a patron saint of teenagers, um, young people, those with sore eyes, and AIDS. So um, I thought the teenagers and the young people thing was really what stood out to me because, oof, teenagers. <laughs> um, the, the teenage years are actually some of the hardest years um, that, like, I've gone through, I know that other people have gone through, um, like, it's still, it's just still a struggle bus, and, um, I just think it's wonderful to have a patron saint for the young, um, because the teenagers, like, and the young people, I mean, we all need prayers, <laughs> um, it's a hard time, there's just a lot of pressure, a lot of big decisions, a lot of, hormones and just a lot of changes going on in our bodies and our surroundings just everything so i just thought it was really interesting that i got him and i was like oh this is really cool so praying for his intercession um and then we have saint um dunstan and he's the patron saint of blind people musicians and jewelers so pretty cool as someone that is a musician Um, Not that I'm blind. Obviously, I have eyesight problems. And it runs in the family. But um, I did think it was really interesting. Because I can use these saints. Ask for their intercession for those that are blind. Those that have eye problems. You know, jewelers. I know it just sounds kind of random. And you're like, what? But basically thought it was super cool. I was just going to pick the three. I just like. Clicked it and I clicked it again and I clicked it again and I got those three. So I was like, okay, cool. Okay, so then I have a word of the year. This is in my journal. So bear with me. I'm just like flipping around. So my word of the year is immerse. So at first in this word generator, I caught the word burn and I was like, what the heck does that mean? Burn. I don't want burn to be the, my word of the year. Um, so I was like, okay, whatever. Um, I just decided to do it again and I got immerse. So immerse is a word that I felt like was really, really fitting is it's just one of those words that just screams like, hey, let's get out of your comfort zone and completely immerse yourself in the loving embrace of God, knowing that he's in control. Immerse yourself in those things that you're passionate about. Immerse yourself in those things that you're. That you're dreading and that you feel are gonna make you anxious or scared or whatever, um, or that are making you anxious and scared now, um, just immerse yourself in it all. Embrace it. um, Immerse yourself in the present moment and enjoy today, knowing that we don't know what tomorrow brings. So that's kind of my mindset for this coming year. And I thought that the word immerse was fitting. And I was like, okay, well, we should find a quote of the year that kind of ties in with all of this. It's kind of you know tying into the central theme of like surrendering, immersing yourself in new things, and you know, in, and and you know, I guess in God's love and whatnot. And the quote that I thought about: "Are we surprises from an eighties movie? No, we're not surprises from an eighties movie. If you know me, you know me." Um, and the quote is from Ferris Bueller, from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And at the end of the movie, he says, well, he says it at the beginning and he says it at the end, but he says, Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. And it's true. You know, I think we spend so much time just letting the past haunt us and letting the future scare us, make us anxious and worried that we rob ourselves of the joy that we could feel in the present moment. I know I've been doing it for so, so, so long, and I hate it. I hate it. It's awful, and it makes me just feel so icky just thinking about it all. Like, there's so many moments I could have just chosen to just, like, be in, but instead I, I was living somewhere else, you know? it was it, It's not like I was, like, in some other world or, like, whatever, but you know what I mean. Like, my thoughts were somewhere else. I wasn't really there. And I think this quote just is just so fitting because life moves by. It moves so fast. And that's something I'm realizing, you know, as I'm getting older, it it flies by. It's, there are some days that feel so long and, like, they're never going to end. And I feel like I want the next several years of my life to just go by quickly so I can enjoy, you know, those, those years where I'm, like, out of college or whatnot and have my own job and all those things. Um... Like that's what I'm looking more forward to than I am for you know college and whatnot, but that's not how it should be. I should embrace it all um i shouldn't I shouldn't dread it because there are so many good things that can come out of it, and i don't I don't want to rob myself of the joy that I could feel in those years those upcoming years and i don't I don't want to be wishing for it to go by so I could you know, do something else that I think is going to be more fulfilling, if that makes sense, which obviously. Uh, I've been letting myself do all these things for so long, but here I am saying, like, I'm preaching and saying, like, this is horrible, don't ever do this. But I probably will end up doing it again. But again, it takes practice, it takes time, okay? So we're just gonna be patient with ourselves this year, right, guys? And again, like, we need to stop and look around and and enjoy life and say yes to whatever comes our way. Because we can miss some good opportunity if we let our fear of, you know, the future and what could happen instead of focusing on what, like, wonderful opportunity God is giving us now, you know? So those are just my reflections for this for this year, um, some things. This upcoming year, some things that I know I need to work on. When I'm hope, just things that I'm hoping to implement into my life slowly. Um, and I think it would be great to kind of like use this podcast as like an, as like something to keep me accountable. You know, um, almost like a support system of listeners <laughs> and. I hope that I can be that person that kind of supports you and roots you on throughout this year, this upcoming year, and everything that you have coming your way, because I know has God has wonderful things in store for us, and He wants us to embrace Him and all the good that He has for us, and He doesn't want us to let that fear make us feel like we're frozen, frozen in the past, frozen in the future. We should just be able to embrace everything that is in the present moment so I just pray that we are all able to do that this year um I'm praying for you guys know that um y'all are in my thoughts and in my prayers and I want to wish you all a happy new year I can't believe that I made 50 something episodes this year I wanted to make more but it's okay I did pretty good with the time that I had and I made some really good memories I think this podcast has been doing wonders for me and I hope it's been um at least touching you guys or helping y'all in in some sort of way you know that's my goal and I pray that it can continue to do that this coming year and um that we're all able to make some good memories and have some fun times, you know, cherishing the rest of this, of this year and looking forward to whatever is to come in this, in this new year. So thanks again, guys, for a great year. Um, I can't believe I've been doing this for almost a year. I think I started around February-ish. It's been, it's been quite the journey and I'm really excited, um, to see what, what happens next in, um, this podcast and everything else that's going on in everybody's lives so I probably should get going I think my stomach is like growling I, I like ate my breakfast and my lunch because I didn't have breakfast so I was just counting it as both at like two o'clock <laughs> and my stomach that probably was not enough <laughs> but anyways um I should get going um happy new year guys Love you all so much. Take care and I'll talk to you guys in the new year.